Welcome back to the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and you are listening to a very special episode of the New Normal series. This is a mini-series we are doing in between podcast seasons to address the changes that have happened in our world and our industry over the last year. Let's get into it. We're going to take just a quick second to talk about something that is really important to me. This podcast series is called The New Normal for a reason. We have been through so much. We have adjusted. We have pivoted. We have grown. A lot has changed in the past year, but one of the things that is not changing is the ability to learn new things online constantly and create community. That's why this whole podcast series is sponsored by the new Triple Threat, a membership created by Anala Madrid from Put Me On Self Tape and Alicia Oxy from That One Audition. You guys might have heard me talk about this before, but I kind of want to break it down in detail what exactly is this membership. There are tons of acting classes online. There are tons of programs of different types for the business, but to have it all combined into a holistic sense to create a career and not just get a job, I think this is one of the first places of its own kind. Anna and Alicia have built this course in three tiers so that each level is as accessible as possible based on your needs and based on the time and money you have to spend. I love anyone who is self-aware of an actor's income and energy level. The tiers consist of the co-star, the guest star, and the series regular. I'm going to focus on the guest star because that's the membership that I personally belong to. I have been a member since the very beginning. I am a huge, huge fan of this. The guest star membership includes access to all of their online courses, including Alicia's classes on character building, Anna's classes on framing for your self-tape, and lighting your self-tape. They are coming out with an editing course as we speak. There is so much available online, and you can take it on your own time. This means you will never, quote unquote, miss a class again. They are available to you as a working actor to fit a working actor schedule. Along with the classes in the guest star membership, you also have access to the twice monthly chats. These are one tech chat with Anna and one general character chat with Alicia. All of the chats I've been on, we've talked about all these topics, but we've also talked about where we're at in the business, what we need in our auditions, what we need help with, advice. It is just a beautiful beautiful place to touch base with actors. So not only do you have these evergreen classes that you can take on your own time, but you're also building a community in these meetups. If you guys are interested in joining me in the guest star membership, they have given us a special discount code. It is linked in my bio on Instagram and it is linked underneath this podcast. It is 77 bucks a month for the membership. I truly don't know the last time I paid less than $100 for an acting class. I am floored by this price. If you guys want to join me, let me know. If you have any questions, please feel free. You can always reach out on Instagram. And I am really excited to see you join me in the new triple threat. This week in the new normal, we are getting into some very actor-centric things. And I am so excited to welcome our guests, the ladies of the new triple threat, Anna Lamadrid and Alicia Oxy. You guys have heard them on the podcast before and in many realms of the One Broke Actress world because I'm a part of their class and I love everything that they are doing for actors as actors. And this episode is jam-packed. We're really reflecting on what has shifted in all of us since the beginning of the pandemic as performers and what changes have happened from the beginning to now in the standards that we are working with as actors. 
We really talk about embracing this new normal and setting yourself apart as a career actor versus a hobbyist. All three of us share our thoughts for our actors who feel like they have been stuck in a place over the last year, our advice for overcoming the inner chatter of imposter syndrome that we all get, and taking appropriate steps for where you are in your own career. And lastly, we talk about how you can empower yourself on the in-between times to become ready and the most prepared version of yourself for the times when you are on. Let's take up some space in our own business this year. I am so excited for you guys to meet our sponsor, Alicia Oxy and Anala Madrid of the new Triple Threat. Hi, ladies. You guys are not Hi. new to the podcast, but do you want to kind of introduce yourselves uh, where, where, where and what you're doing right now? Hi, my name is Ana La Madrid. I am the owner of Put Me On Self Tape. I'm based in LA, but you know, we worldwide, baby. Yeah, we worldwide. <laughs> That's when you cue in the music. Yes. <laughs> and oh we worldwide, wide. Just heard a pit bull in the background. Do you, think, exactly. do you think I have, do you think I can monetize enough to afford pit Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, if you, in podcasts, if you use 15 to 30 seconds, you don't have to pay him anything. Thank you, Pitbull, for your contribution right here. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Thank you, sir. To do it. <laughs> and I'm Alicia Oxy, the host of that one audition, actor podcast or all we came, we came together now. to do the new triple threat yeah yeah because you need to be the, the new triple threat in this new world because yes. if not you're going to drown or you can't really call yourself an actor anymore yeah yeah which is good because i am i still call myself a single threat um but oh girl you're definitely <laughs> girl, you a multi-hyphenate you okay. are, uh-huh let us hear let us tell you you are <laughs> The Thanks. triple threat. The this new. is actually what I came here for was this massive <laughs> amount of validation. Listeners, this is just for Sam. We're here for Sam on a Thursday to make her. You were doing good, girl. You got Thanks. this. So we can close it out. Um, okay, so <laughs> I really wanted to talk to you ladies because you guys are sponsoring this New Normal series and we'll get into that and, and kind of maybe towards the end of the podcast as we go over what your triple threat is at this point. But I really wanted to talk with people in and around the industry who are professionals at different areas. And I think you guys are uh, creating your own content and income streams, which I think is huge. And you're also actively auditioning in the space and helping others do the same. So I first want to start out by, you know, kind of soothing the nerves of everyone who's listening because last year was an absolute shit show. And mm-hmm. I just want to acknowledge that we all felt initially at least exceptionally out of our element or in your element. I also think, you know, a lot of people have looked at this time as being really intense. And I agree with you. Everybody has their different levels of intensity, but as a creative, I think it was something that was absolutely imperative for us to understand the creative cycle. And in a creative cycle, there has to be moments of winter so you have to sit for a second. So you have that inspiration again. What I love about where we are right now is we've been all forced to sit dormant for a while. So now what, what is inspiring you to go be creative now? Like you, you have something to say now, right? Mm-hmm. So as much as I think at the beginning, it was like, what, what are we doing? What's going on? I'm curious how many people were able to take a deep breath and not like scramble for the next thing because nobody was working. Yeah, this is again why I love our partnership, Alicia, because we come at it from two different points, but we always, always end the same. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest, like I was, it was really, um, I, 
it was a complicated thing in the beginning of the pandemic. On the one hand, I definitely felt that relief. And I don't know, Sam, if you felt it too. Like I just felt an armor kind of fall off of me because I wasn't thinking about the stuff that I was missing out on. And for the first time since I moved to LA almost five years ago, I just there wasn't that anxiety of like, why am I not getting auditions? Why am I not doing this? And I was just like, wait, who am I? <laughs> you know, like at, at, at my core, like what am I really meant to do? Um, and it was scary. And I think the, you know, I don't know if, it, if you've been to the Instagram, but when we first did Self Tape May, I invited some people for free. And it was really an emotional post for me because I knew that we were all scared and I knew the importance of community. And I felt a calling to provide a community space where people like me, an actor who felt disoriented because everything stopped, that we would come together and, and find inspiration together. And that was really the seed for the Self Tape May class. Which eventually led into the new triple threat, which, you know, none of this was, we were already doing self-tape May before COVID happened. I think what happened with COVID is it exasperated the need to know how to tape yourself and at every level. So it also took every actor, every actor that has their own craft and talent to a certain degree, but it leveled us all because now you have to know tech and you have to know business. So it also gave us a time to either sit and try and figure out like, oh my God, I'm not getting auditions. I'm never going to work again. What's going to happen da, 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 to going, oh, oh what do I, I need, need right to, now? What do I need right now? Okay. Let me figure mm-hmm. out, let me get into a community so we can kind of figure out how are other people taping? How are people using their homes? Is it okay if a cat walks through the background? Like just, you know, <laughs> my kid won't leave me alone. How do I handle this? So I feel like self-tape may kind of came at the right time um, that the world kind of needed. And it was great to have community-based learning because if Anna and I would have started a class, we probably would have maybe gone into a brick and mortar. I'm not sure, but I love it being online. I love that we have accessibility to actors now in Australia and London and Ireland and that it's community-based learning, meaning that everybody's doing the same set of sides. I have not been, you know, I've been working for 18 years. I've yet to be in a class where people are approaching the same scene or seeing how another actor approaches something because it's all beg bar and steal. Nothing's new, especially right? in the self-tape totally. world for me. Yeah. 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 And having that Liberty to be like, Oh, how much can I use my frame? How can I use the frame to tell my story? What am I doing with my light here? Instead of going into a casting room and being like, oh, thanks. And after one take, they're like, okay, thank you. You're like, no, I just spent a lot of time on this character and that's it. We're at home. You can be like, oh, I'm liking this. Like I did a tape yesterday and we got it in the first two takes, but I was like, but I'm liking this. That's That's the goal, right? We just want to enjoy the work that we're doing. And, you know, for, for, for you guys, as you have, you know, worked through COVID basically, are there any standout factors that you've seen that matter more or matter less since the beginning of the pandemic now that we're a full year later? Good question. Can you unpack that just a a little (laughs) bit more in terms of, yeah. So, well, let's, let's say for example, with like self tape auditions, which is a 99.9% of our work right now, when COVID first happened and everyone was all of a sudden self taping from their own house with, cross their fingers if they had someone to quarantine with. Uh, It felt like things were a little more acceptable to be 
not as perfect, perfect right? Yeah. It felt a little more open-ended. Everyone was just getting by. Do you feel like that's still the case? Do you feel like there's more expectation on us in different things? How has that changed and shifted throughout the last year? Oh, I think it's shifted big time. I think at the beginning, nobody was really thinking much of it. I think even having the self-tape auditions, it was like, is anybody even going to watch this? Is this even going to go into production in the next month? Into I think once we hit June of last year, after we were like three, four months into it, then in, in some productions were starting to come back. When we spoke to Michelle Lewitt, I spoke to a couple other casting directors. The, the demand now is nothing's perfect. Creativity is not perfect. So you cannot have a perfect self tape, but they are, the standards are high, really, really high now because you have the, all the time in the world, because you can do the lighting. They are the, from what I'm hearing, the expectation is high. So you do have to put time and effort into making learning and embracing the new norm. Because, um, I also heard Erica Bream, Mm -hmm. um, who is also a casting director that teaches say like, if you don't have the technical skills, you just won't be seen. Uh -huh. So as actors, we have to rise to the occasion and the new demands that are being asked of us. And I know that there's a lot of pushback because, you know, some people just want to be an actor and they don't want to have to worry about it. But the thing that I really try to encourage and kind of open up people's perspective is that once you embrace your tech it'll, it'll free your creativity. Because mm -hmm. right now there's like, a there's like a stress factor or like a resistant factor that's going into you approaching your self tapes when you don't embrace the tech that will ultimately bleed into your work. And that frustration bleeds into the work. And so you're not really putting your best foot forward, your best take forward, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, take a breath, accept, we have to accept that this is where we are, that it's not going anywhere and, and make it fun for you again. It's kind of like learning your place on set, right? Like once you get used to being on a set in front of a camera, you start to kind of take control. You're like, oh, well, I know this camera gets this much of a lens. I have X amount of space. So I can actually pick up this prop to here and put it down here. And you just start to roll with it. That's the thing. It's once you learn the rules, you're free. Yeah, And then your creativity comes in. And I used to have that. I mean, I had that creativity on stage because I understood the rules. When I was transferring to do TV and film, I had no idea. I felt very frustrated. I couldn't even get a call back. And I was like, what is happening? I'm getting theater awards for being a good actor, but I can't get called back into a casting office. And it was, that was the thing. I didn't know how to work within the rules of camera work. And, and, and before I feel like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, when he was 14 years old, auditioning for growing pains or whatever he started out with, right? Like he's in the room and you can be magnetic in the room and have the casting director lean in. If you do not understand camera technique, you will not be magnetic on tape if you don't know how to work with the technicality of how do you manipulate camera to create moments, so, um, and the lighting too, because lighting, if you do the wrong lighting, you're not three-dimensional. So you have to create like everybody hates shadows, but shadows are actually a friend. It's what creates definition and makes you pop out of the frame. So if you don't understand lighting, you're just putting one thing, then you're flat. It's not interesting to watch. And all of these things are at play now that we're working with self tapes. 
Yeah. And also I just want to add it's, it, it's going from being an actor as a dream job into a career job. So if you're new to acting, you need to embrace your self tapes because you, what you're showing when you turn in a good self tape where you know how to frame and you know how to light what I, as a casting director producer, see is a level of professionalism and comfortability with the camera, which if you're getting on set a lot, like I've worked on set a lot. So I have a lot of time with the camera to get comfortable. If I don't hit my mark, if the lighting's not good. Or if I, I miss my mark. The lighting's not going to be good on me. This is what you get to practice at home. This is what you get to show as you're trying to get a job like, oh, hey, 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 I know what I'm doing. So you can put me on here and I'm going to hit my mark and I'm going to know where the light is and I'm going to know where my frame is. I'm going to know where I'm going to do my close up. So that's just another level that I think a lot of actors were resistant to thinking, oh, I'm going to get on set and I'm just going to get better. No, your self tape process. It's part of your hours. It's 10,000 hours, right? Before or 10. I always say 10 years. I say on the podcast all the time that one audition I don't interview anybody with less than 10 years experience why because you don't know what you're doing yet and you got lucky I like to know when you know what you're doing and then you've for lack of better word failed a few times you've picked up some new tricks you've learned some new lessons so with self-tape especially what Anna and I are trying to do with the new triple threat is like yeah Let's let you show that that level of professionalism so you can make you can have a career and not just yeah. be like, oh, my gosh, I came up with this great character. Nobody can see it because my lighting's terrible and my framing's horrible. But I am an actor. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. About 10 years is so true. So May 22nd is my 10 years in L.A. Ooh, and yeah. I am. I, it has been. I just, I am just now figuring it out. Like, and whatever that means for this moment, (laughs) it's so true. Awesome. I feel like year 10 to 12, between 10 and 12 is when you finally go, oh yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah, I'm doing this. I do like feel like myself taking up more space now. I have a lot more confidence in what I'm bringing to the table. But now for those actors who are feeling like not that way though. There's a lot of people who I've spoken with who spent the last year, they might've moved home for a little while. They might be changing their markets. Uh, a lot of people feel like they've spent the last year in a true hibernation and people stopped going to acting classes, whether for financially or time constraints or whatever it was. Um, how do, how, how would you recommend those actors start to quote unquote, get back in the game, start to put their foot back into the pond of this world? Cause it seems so intimidating right now. For me, the the first thing that I would want to do is, is to honor that hibernation, because I think as artists, we tend to really beat ourselves up if we're not constantly being productive. And 100%. Alicia, again, what I love what you said is like, you had your winter period, this was your time to reflect. And that is also being an artist. So you haven't stopped living is part of your process as an artist, right? Um, And I'm sure that there were a lot of lessons and experiences that now you can bring to the work and make it new and refreshed. And, And so, you know, I think now is just take it step by step and figure out what are the things that you need to work on. Take a temperature of, of, of your process and what's working for you and what's not working for you now that you're coming out of this hibernation period. Yeah, and I also just, it's all perspective, right? Again, like what I said earlier, is it was being reflective of this time and being like, oh gosh, I'm coming out of hibernation. I did a Wednesday Wisdom on this yesterday or it's coming out next week about... We forget that our job as actors is to study and observe the human condition. Mm -hmm. 
we have had at hibernation time, what has been the most successful? What has everybody done? Binged everything. So if you're an actor and you've binged everything, you've been doing your research. It's how you're watching what you're watching. Also, if you've been out in public watching how other people, are they wearing masks? Are they not wearing masks? What kind of person is wearing a mask? You are observing human beings under a stressful situation. So I would just like to shift the perspective and be like, wow, thank you for this time. I'm so interested to see what art comes out right now. And when I'm coaching certain actors and they're nervous to get back on set, I'm like, no, nervousness and excitement lives in the same part of the body. You are excited because you've been sitting dormant for a while. You've been in your winter. Welcome to spring. And I exactly what Anna said, which I, we say in our classes all the time, it's the stairway analogy. So you're on flight, whatever flight of stairs you're on, what's the next step up? So instead of making your career feel daunting and you're looking at this next flight of stairs, what's the next step? Just the next step. Like this coming out of uh, COVID for me, other than Anna and I working together and doing the new triple threat and getting to coach and consult for me as an actor, I was like, you know what? I want to play with dialects. Yep. I'm just playing with that. That's my, that's my next step for this year. So whatever it might be, it can be very tiny, but you need to set an intention, an intention that you can track your own progress. Because again, it's a 60 year career, not a six, it's not a, it's not a marathon or it's, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. Not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think that like having that assessment will allow you to then that's part of uh, being a good artist is being able to be self-critical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my gosh. I really want to do comedy and my team only sends me uh, dramas. Okay. Find yourself a really good comedy class or, Oh, you know what? I am ready to get back into auditions and um, I don't have strong character development. Okay. Find a class for character development. Like, so you can do baby steps to t- bring yourself back into the world. But I think the most integral part to do right now is your self tape set up because this isn't going away for a while. So make sure no matter what you have the ability and the confidence to set up your stuff and get yourself prepared because the auditions are coming. They're they're coming. coming. They're here. They're here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get between Anna and I, we can't keep up with, (laughs) I'm like at six, really right now. So you have to be ready. You have to like, just be ready to go. And so you can, lessen the anxiety. If you have yourself all set up then you can just roll into character work and you know what you're doing. So come to the new triple threat. So we know how to help you. We can help you. (laughs) You know, truly, I think what you guys are offering is super special in that way that it's just current and it's evolving and it's, it's not, there's not a a method. There is, there's a, there's a buffet of what do you need at this moment in time? Yeah. And also that we can be adaptive. So, you know, the courses that we plan out for the year are going to be things that we feel are needed in the industry right now by actors. So, you know, right now I'm, I'm still in the process of outlining an editing course because I feel like there's so many um, little things that actors can do in order to make that process a little bit more streamlined. So like my objective for actors is like, how can you make everything streamlined? So it doesn't take you 45 minutes to to edit your self tape. It takes me not even five minutes. You know what I mean? Because I have preset stuff and I know exactly how to do it. And now it's second nature. So the more you practice, the less stressful and you just keep shortening that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have another course since I've been coaching a lot of people lately, I've realized um, the need for like, you booked it. Now what? 
no matter what level you are, co-star, guest star, uh, a lead of a film, you've been given this privilege and this responsibility. Do you know what to do? Because a lot of studios don't do that or a lot of acting coaches don't do that. They're like, oh, here's your character. Now what? I'm coaching this girl who is working with Ryan Murphy. Her first television job is Jeffrey. She's playing Joyce Dahmer. She's playing Jeffrey Dahmer's mother in this incredibly complex role that then Penelope Ann Miller is playing the older version of it. This woman, this girl's never been on set. So I'm literally walking her through, okay, we made the timeline and when does this scene happen? And what do you have to have prior moments before? So when, she, when she's in her trailer and all of a sudden they switch around stuff, she knows where she's going. What's her mm. arc of the character? You, this is, it's far beyond just like, Oh, okay. I've auditioned now. And you know, 15 years ago, when I first started, there was nobody to tell me like, Oh, you got a job. So tomorrow when you show up, you have to sign in here. Yeah. Here's the first stage. You yes. just get thrown to a, to you a lot. Me. And you're like, where am I? <laughs> and you, you don't even, I mean, you get the most bare minimum information and you get it at 11 o'clock the night before when you have to be there at 6am. Like right. it is just so meager. And when you're already not really in your body and you're about to go step on a set and embody someone someone else it's so disorienting hard. and can make you feel really small and un, uh, uh, in a lack scarcely mentality because you feel like now I have to impress now I have to show yeah. as opposed to coming in feeling empowered and whole and as a collaborator which is I think is another thing that and I are always talking about is like, how do we continue to empower the artist to feel like they have a seat at the table and they're, they are worthy of that seat because uh, we tend to act small when we don't have information. Yeah. Content is your confidence, not even just in your character, but in your job description. So even with the girl that's playing Joyce Dahmer, we, I, I prepared her, we prepared in a way that you want more from Joyce, fill in all those spaces, know how to direct yourself. Because also when you get on a certain set at a certain level, you're not going to get directed. They're spending all their time with the series regular. They're going to spend all that time there. They hired you to do that job. So how do you direct yourself? And nothing gave me more joy than yesterday. I got a text message from her, like in all caps, they're writing for me now. Wow. because of the preparation that we were able to do. And she had a dinner scene with a baby and another kid, another child. And what we were able to do to prepare for that scene. So when she showed up on set, they continued to give her more. Again, it's your responsibility as an artist to know what your job description is. When you do your job description well, you will continue to work. Therefore, there's your career. So what Anna, I think, and I are trying to do with the new triple threat is you know, we all come in different instruments. Everybody's sitting right here, like Sam, your instrument, Anna's instrument, mine instrument. So why wouldn't we all have like the book of acting? Because we all have different instruments anyway. So I have a hard time with studios that are like, come, come coach with us, come learn with us, but we're not going to really tell you what you're doing. You have to figure it out. <laughs> I, I like to like, Anna and I like want to give full agency to every artist and see how they flourish and see where they get selected to tell the story. It's not rejection once you get to a certain level and once you've been given all the tools. Yeah. And we just really want to make sure people are practicing how they're going to go play. I love that so much. There there are for sure actors listening though who feel so out of this because they're not even really getting auditions. Yes. How yes. do you think actors, especially after COVID coming out of it, our life is still masked. It's so complicated. How do they start to empower themselves before they even have uh, 
a skin in the game? I feel like for me, um, what's been the most empowering, and this was something that my, the head of the program at my grad school talked about. And when I was in the program, I was like, fuck this. you know what I mean? You're so resistant about stuff until like five years later. And I'm like, oh, that's what she meant. Um, <laughs> def- defining success and what that means to you and being realistic about where you are in each phase, right? So somebody who's not getting a lot of auditions, if you're thinking about not being a series regular, then, then your alignment in your mindset is off, right? If you're somebody who's still struggling to get an agent, what do you need to do to prepare to make an agent want you, you know, focus on your craft? That's where the success is going to come from, right? So I feel like if you're not getting a lot of auditions, then practice auditioning. You know, one of the things that really um, makes me upset about this actor industry complex that, you know, a lot of people monetize and take advantage of actors. It's like somebody will jump into an audition course, but not have the fundamentals of creating character. So you jump in and you're like just reading lines and maybe your charisma can get you hired on one job, but it won't sustain a career. So you try to skip stairs and it's like, no, 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 boo-boo. You got to be on the first step and figure out script analysis, character development, intention, all of this stuff so that you come in with confidence. And that that to me is like an agent will lean into that because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I don't have to develop you. You're talented. I can see that you understand story. I can... I can throw an audition right now for you and you might book, you know, or spending money to meet casting directors and you're not ready to be on set. Mm-hmm. That to me is like, why are you wasting money? <laughs> right. Come or, back to yourself. I mean, I can't tell you, I did a casting workshop. Uh, Cause SAG lets you do a free one every three months. I was yeah. like, I'll take that. So I did one, uh, I think like two months ago now, and there were actors in it who didn't understand how to utilize zoom for the audition space we were using. And I just can't, it just, it didn't compute to me that it made me actually really sad that no one had taken the time to teach them to utilize the platforms that they're going to present themselves to casting with. It did feel like there was an entire staircase that didn't get, you know, walked Mm -hmm. up in that process. And it really bummed me out. Yeah. Like even a little PDF sheet to send to the cast, to the actors, like SAG after should do that if they're going to be creating these opportunities, because in my opinion, a casting director is going to remember that first impression. What's the yeah. first impression that you want to give? This person has no business acting right now, or you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, for me, it's like, let me focus on developing my instrument to the best of its ability. So that when I show in, I'm like, oh, this person is ready to work. Yeah. I think that that's the biggest thing. Again, I think mental health is the biggest component of being an actor and making sure we know, you know, visually, we always make sure to look a certain way. I think mental health is one of the biggest things that you have to be on point with for, to be an actor. If your mind's right, you can then embody somebody else. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is if you are focusing on lack completely, exactly what Sam, you just kind of said, But if you're focusing on, I don't have auditions, I don't have auditions, I don't have auditions, you're to spend all that energy focusing on lack. 
what I like to do, and I'm very woo woo this way, but like I'm pitching a show right now. CAA sent it out a couple of weeks ago. We were quiet. There was no pitches coming in. So you know what I did? I called up my team members and I was like, we're going to start pitching. We're going to practice pitch because the pitches are coming. I want to practice how I'm going to play auditions. We have no idea when they're going to come in. So even when I consult pre COVID, everybody's like, I need an agent. I can't get any auditions. I'm like, just go do your work somehow, some way the opportunity will come to you where your attention is intention is your attention goes to, right? Mm -hmm. So if your intention is to get more auditions, then let's put some attention on how you audition right now and be in a self tape class so that because then it'll come just like, you know, like if you set an intention at the beginning of the day, of like, oh God, you know, I really want a red car. You know what happens for the rest of the day? You see red cars everywhere, but if you don't set an intention, you don't see them. So I think it's just very simple. Like that is taking your mental health as an actor and stop focusing on the lack. What is in with, within your control, your work, how you're getting ready for work. And then if you end up in a class and then you're talking to somebody, then they end up getting you a better agent. You get more yeah. opportunities. It's there's a, there's a, it's a, exactly. There's, and I was going to say, you know, if you're in a place where you don't even have agents and you want to practice, like after you practice, you might have a kick-ass self-tape that like really showcases like what you do well. And that can be the thing that you can open the door. Hey, I've been doing my work for this last year. And this is an example of a self-tape that I'm really proud of. Are you, mm-hmm. would you like to join my team? Cause I know I'm going up the stair. Do you want to come with me? It's a different kind of confidence that comes. Yep. It creates the kind of uh, actor agent meetings that are dreamy. Like I I met my, my reps this past year in January. I was, nothing's going on. We sat down for a meeting. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had a lot of people, they didn't work out. If you don't think this is good, then like you can walk away. It's fine. Yeah. Which is magical. It took, but it took that 10 years of consistently pushing, of working on things, of, to to get to that point where I had the confidence to show up in the room like that. Yeah. So I think and it, oh go ahead. And here's a major component of that that I just want to I continue to reiterate when I'm coaching people, especially when I'm consulting, because consult consulting is more like what's our three to six month business plan for you as an actor? Nobody cares about your career like you do. So it does not matter what agent or manager you have they are a teammate. They work for you. And until you get your mind right again on that, you're going to continue to focus on the things that don't matter. And you're going to be the actor that's like, oh, I got this agent and manager. Now I'm just not going to work anymore. I work, I work way harder than my agents and managers do. Yep. And then I call them because I have stuff to call them about and be like, hey, this producer's doing this. They're pinning me for this. Hey, I know I'm on a short list for this. So I need you to call and do your job. You know, like it's not, you're not being bitchy. You're not being, and a lot of actors are such pleasing mentalities that they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for submitting me for this. This is so nice. Blah, blah, blah. No, what's your game plan? What's your business? What's yeah. your business? And what stair do you want to go up this year? And that is, nobody's going to care as much as you do. So don't give away your caring. And I also think it's a kind of a, maybe this is more psychological. It's more, it's also kind of a little bit of a blame thing where it's like, I can mm. put the blame on my agents and managers. Cause I'm not getting auditions. I can put the blame on, I'm not going to get in class. Cause I'm not even getting auditions right now. See how I, like we so quickly want to put off accountability for our, our own careers. Nobody's going to care as much as you do. 
So start caring and however, however much you care, then that's magnetizing. Then you're going to attract people that care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it sets the level of the the relationship that you're going to have with your agent. Right. Um, if, if, if you come with that kind of uh, empowered mentality, you know, because they have a lot of other clients that they're dealing with. So, you know, like my agent was pitching me for something and I was like, uh, you should send the trailer for my show. I was reviewed by the LA times and she was like, oh yeah, good idea. And it's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, uh-huh. why do you not have it? Right. But it's right. like, they have a whole entire roster. So it's my job to remind her, Hey, mm-hmm. this will make me competitive. Yeah. And that's the kind of give and take that a relationship we should be looking for. Mm. Yes. Yes. That. I mean, I, I find it very liberating that nobody thinks about you as much as you think about you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, cause I can get so stressed and you guys probably feel this way too, as like an online presence and these type of things when you're also like acting as an authority on something or sharing your own personal experiences, it can sometimes be a little overwhelming. Um, and I find a lot of solace thinking nobody's thinking about this as often as I am. Yeah. You can <laughs> let it go a little bit. Yeah. Totally. And also you can also use that when people are like, Oh, nobody's thinking like my agents and managers don't care as much as I do. You're, you're right. They don't. So you need to call and don't be afraid to have a dialogue and communication when it's, I talk to a lot of actors and they're like, yeah, I haven't talked to my agent or manager in six months. Well, you ain't doing good business. Like, what do you mean? Would you let a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you are dating not communicate with you for six months? How is that possible? And why would you stay in that? I don't get it. (laughs) Right. Right. What do you guys see? we'll kind of close out with this. What do you guys see moving forward in the business? What do you think the next year or two is going to look like in relation to what we just came out of? Hella busy because people are catching up. Productions have to catch up to content. Um, But I do think that as people get more, like what you said, Alicia, Michelle was saying, like the, the standard of excellence is getting higher and the demands on the actor is getting higher. And we just have to, rise to the occasion. If you, if, if this is really something that you want to do, you know, get comfortable. And I also, I also think it's already happened, but since you do have a great audience, that's all over the place. I think smaller markets are going to boom actors in smaller markets right now. This is your rise. This is the opportunity when I'm consulting people and they're like, should I move to New York or LA? And I'm like, are you close to Albuquerque, Atlanta, like even Pittsburgh, random places, Vancouver, do not come to the big markets right now because I can't tell you how many jobs just in January, I lost three jobs because I wasn't in that location and they don't want to fly LA actors right now. So I think no matter it's even the playing field for actors. So it's getting wider. Yeah. It's the, yes. So, and you're going to get better opportunity, more responsibility, maybe in the smaller markets, you're usually doing co-stars. You might get opportunities now for guest stars and series regulars. A lot of my friends that have never done a series regular before in the last year are doing series regulars mm-hmm. because of their proximity to where they are. So I just want to end on a, like a really high note that no matter yeah. where you are now, you can have a different career if you invest if you invest in yourself, if you invest in yourself tape, if you know what you're doing, um, that's where I see the market really changing is that we're not going to have to be in LA and New York anymore. You can live in Montana and send in your tapes and decide, you know, Montana's booming also right now too. Utah's booming. Yeah. 
And, you know, I, I was talking to my ABC mentor um, and she was saying, um, you know, it's really tough right now because we can't pitch you for a guest star in Vancouver. They're not really flying people out. So the, the cool thing about our community is that we're kind of teaching at the level of LA standards, which to me is like, you know, the goal, mm -hmm. but if you can be LA standard in New Mexico, guarantee your booking. 100%. Yes. So, and our, a lot of our clients are like the one that we got from Fiona Fiona's yeah. in Ireland, in Ireland. Yeah. She got a Disney film because they weren't going to fly American talent. So she's like one of the, uh, fairy oh godmothers God. for, uh, some princess movie with, <laughs> with, with Amy, Amy Adams. Adams and Patrick yeah. Dempsey. She was like, I can't believe I'm typing this, but you know, I coached her in February and she just found out. Yeah. So it, it, it's all of this about like her and, you know, she wrote me a beautiful email and she was like, I just feel like I was so lost and I rose and like, now I feel comfortable. She's coming back for self-tape May. We met her last May. So yes. it, that to me, like, it just lights me up. It's like, yes. yes. So don't think because you're in a different market that opportunities aren't coming your way. They're, they're there for you to take. Come get them. Come, Come get them. Come get ready. You ready? You ready? <sighs> It's so exciting. That really lights me up. So in all of these episodes, I'm talking a little bit about the new triple threat. So I'm going to let you guys do the talking for this one because people get sick of me. So why don't you oh, guys no, talk a little not. bit about it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, new well, the new triple threat was developed to provide a holistic approach to actor training and to kind of fill in the gaps um, of traditional actor training. So we focus on not only the craft, but also the business side and the tech side. So right now we have a course library, which includes our lighting course, our framing course, our character development course, and we have a master yourself tape, which is like an eight week kind of thing, but it's going to take you three months to go through it. Mm -hmm. And it gives you, it's like a Bible for self tapes, honestly. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of future courses that we're planning. We want to um, do stuff around finances for actors. We want to do stuff about contracts. We want to do a course on um, somatic experiencing and how to deal with anxiety with auditions and just really fill in the gaps of the training that's never given, but it's actually required to build a career and make it at an affordable price because people are out here paying $350 a month one audition class that meets four times a month. But for as low as $57 a month, you get access to the entire library. So this is a continual investment on your career. And there are different tiers, which Alicia, if you want to talk about the different tiers um, that give you different uh, levels of responsibility. Yeah. And the, the biggest component for me, or one of the biggest components when we were developing this, the thing that got me so excited about it being online is not just for accessibility to, you know, we've got people in Ireland and Australia or anywhere it's accessible, but that also when you get on set, because the, we are preparing you to go to work, but when you go to work and you're in a class that you're paying $700 for, that's a wash. 
the great thing about being online is, okay, you're paying a really low monthly fee, but then you get on set and you then are, you're in Vancouver and the whole next week you're off, you can jump in and, and be on the platform and be educating yourself still at this. So you're not, you're not missing anything, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. And the thing with the different membership levels, what we wanted to do is to allow you to choose how you like to learn. So the co-star membership is access to all of our online content. And so you can do it at your own pace. You can do it whenever you want. You can do it Sunday at two in the morning. It doesn't matter. So you can use your own accountability. And then guest star level, you have accessibility to Anna and I. So if you want more commitment or you're going through the library and you need to have more clarification on certain things, we have an hour of tech once a month with Anna. So you can show up, ask all your tech questions, what your setup is, whatever it might be, an hour of character development with me. So you can come, you have an audition, you wanted to figure out, I don't really understand belief systems. And I want to dig into that a little bit more, or what should I do for a prior moment here? And the great thing is it's, it's a Q and a with our whole community. So everybody that's in that guest star membership or the series regular membership can come to these Q and A's. So it might not even be about what Anna and I are talking about that day, but somebody might ask a question that you've been really grappling with, or you forgot about it. So that's been really great in these Q and A's to have Community learning. Like uh, I had a tech talk last month and uh, one of the members, which I didn't even know about. Girl, do you know that pages on Apple works as a teleprompter? No. No. Really? Yes. I'm going to do a little video about it because I I put out a teleprompter video. And so I recommended two apps and she was like, I did it on pages. And I was like, you did. And sure enough, that's the one that I use now. Cause I can write it up on my desktop, color code it, and then airdrop it to my thing. And it's my teleprompter. It's a game changer. So I was like, girl, you just taught me something. So wow. it, community learning is amazing and I'm so grateful for it, but it's like little stuff like that, where we can discover and share tips. And also I, I talk about technical stuff. So if you have a really crazy <laughs> self tape, like the floor opens up and you're holding four babies, how do you do that? <laughs> we can, we can brainstorm do together. Do, that, do you know, <laughs> I, I love mine. this job. Again, I love this up and you have things and you know all of that stuff which I did coach somebody for this particular I mean that was very specific I was like I was hoping (laughs) no 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 it's true it's true I was like girl that are like a fever dream you're ready (laughs) and that's the that's and then the series regular membership again community-based learning we have a pop-up class where you it's a self-tape class you come everybody does the same set of sides that Anna and I provide for you and the great ability of that, which we also do in self-tape may we do in all of our classes is you get choices of two different characters to work on. If you and if the three of us were all doing the same scene, same character, I'm going to learn so much for watching Anna do it, watching Sam do it, where it's like, Oh, wow. For nothing else. Again, mental health. It helps me realize it is selection not rejection. We want you to have the utmost confidence. So in our series, regular membership, when you're coming to class and you're seeing everybody else do stuff, you realize how challenging it is for producers when everybody's really good and you realize, oh, I am really good. I just had a different take on it. So do they want, are they going to select my take or Sam's take or Anna's take? And I think that helps keep storytellers in the game. So the series, regular membership is for the person that wants to be in constant is working towards those 10,000 hours and is ready to like be committed. 
And we also have a power hour that's um, moderate, like hosted by um, our membership coordinator, June. So two hours every Tuesday, you jump in. She like has goals that people are working on. And it's like accountability group that's already embedded in the membership. And uh, once a month, we're going to bring in guests to that power hour for series regulars um, and we record it and give it to everybody else as part of the pep talks but as a series regular you be live with the guests mm-hmm. so um yeah I mean I feel like we're really creating something special and I'm so excited because it's everything I wish that I had when I was starting out as an actor and I've taken a lot of stumbles <laughs> with we my took mental the health yeah. <laughs> with my mental health with my finances with all of this stuff to get to a place which I'm sure Sam you feel 10 years later you're like oh this is this is where I can start this is where I could have started yes um because the gains after that are just like exponential yeah. 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 And I think it was really important. It's always been really important for me, especially like with that one audition, I've always looked at it as a member, as a mentorship, meaning if you can see it, you can be it. And I think in creativity, there's no right or wrong way. There's just your way. But if you have all the tools, it is, it is a necessity for us as storytellers at the level that we're at to be able to help anybody else at whatever level they're coming in. Yeah. To me, that's the most exhilarating part of yeah. this is I'm committed to telling stories and I'm committed to helping other people share their story because we all have a story to tell. And we're, we're here because there's passion in our hearts to be artists. So let's make sure that we're not cutting you down and we're giving you the tools and giving you the community to rise to that. Yeah, purpose. I feel very passionate about that because I've also had abusive teachers and that's the the last thing you need in creativity. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. No. Abuse and no. abuse and creativity do not go together. Collaboration, creativity, confidence. That's when you can really shine. hundred percent. Ladies, this was lovely. You guys are awesome. Where do you want to direct people to, to follow you directly? And of course, to check out the course. Um, new yeah. triple threat dot come. <laughs> I didn't know if you guys had like a back and forth thing you did. Like you said, oh my God, that would be amazing. Said, no, like, something practice. <laughs> <laughs> we will be, Hey, and we'll one of the members you outtakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, at Alicia Oxing at that one audition. Yeah. And at put me on self tape or at the underscore Anna two ends La Madrid. Amazing. Or you got that down. Well, you know, you gotta let people know. <laughs> Sam, we heart you so much. We heart you so much. I'm so grateful that you are a part of our community because you bring so much knowledge. And, you know, I really love having people with experience in our classes because you just level up the class just by being there, you know, and inspiring other people to kind of meet your 10 years of experience. So thank thank you you so much for also being a part of our community. Um, yes. Pumped. Thank you for being a vessel. I think being an artist and being able to get to a certain level where you're then putting forth what you've learned mm-hmm. again, continues to support storytelling. So yeah. kudos. This so is stuff. women supporting women. This yes. is this. Yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This could go on. Thank you ladies so much. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're amazing guys. Bye, I will bye. talk to you soon. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. And thank you for supporting our sponsor, The New Triple Threat. 
You guys know you can always talk with me all the time at One Broke Actress on Instagram and check out anything that's going on at onebrokeactress.com. And I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>